You are listening to Let's Go Jojo, the weekly Jojo News Hour adventure podcast about weekly alibi for God, Light in the Braid, and the secret of the Sailor Baptist. Come along and ag with the Let's Go Gag. It's Wade. Hello. It's Niall. Happy New Year. And it's me, Brian. And on this episode, we are covering anime that aired the week of... A bunch of weeks. December the 18th to January the 6th, which is two years worth of anime. Yes, that's correct. Two years. <laughs> certainly felt like it. Um, well, I was trying to remember some of it, because some of it I watched three <laughs> weeks ago. Yeah. Ah, yes. Ah. Good times. Because <laughs> uh, in the meantime, I've watched Knives Out and Glass Onion twice. Uh, so I may have just <laughs> filled up that space with that. It wasn't that hard a mystery, guy. Come on. <laughs> well, I watched it, and then my mother wanted to watch it, so uh, I watched it again. Right, right. And it is worth watching them a second time because once you know the things, oh yeah, yeah, you uh, can see it the second time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Uh, but we're not here to talk about uh, Glass Onion and Knives Out. We're here to talk about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part Six, Episode Twenty Eight, Time for Heaven. Three days until the new moon. And I watched this. I quickly ran through it again because it was three weeks since we watched it. Um, the girls and uh, their small child, their son, uh, they're in search of the uh, third Dio, Dio child. And uh, I got to use my 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 star shaped birthmark to track other people with a star shaped birthmark, and it's led us to this hospital. Little baby baseball man, we need you to go. Like out of danger, basically, because you have no stand powers. Later on, we see you get a gun, which you'll fire wildly in the intro. But for now, you need to get the fuck out of this situation. I'll so, give this what's disc, the convenient? Got to give yeah, this disc that's the convenient the, excuse. Well, it's not just an excuse. We need to get this disc into my dad, we do, we do. so he's full operating power and can mm-hmm. re-enter the story at some point. <laughs> uh, mm. But Charlie, I gotta go. <laughs> no, but you're the B team leader. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> the Nervous is good. This must be that, that, that Joe Star Charisma I keep encountering. It's just like the people just cast around by a Nora and it's like, get away with anything they tell them to, which was so mm-hmm. brave and chivalrous. I mean, like, she's being pulled into this thing herself, so yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, get in this hospital, I gotta find this dude. It's just like some invalid in a bed. Yes. Because uh, this was the guy who was shot, um, and he's still recovering from being shot before we were even introduced to his character. Yeah. Yes. Donatello versus is mm. uh, having a chat with Pucci, and Pucci seems to be testing Donatello's uh, tasting abilities. Yeah, it's just like, I'm testing you as a person through the medium of, can you identify if there's shellfish in this in my dinner? Because I, I am deathly allergic to shellfish. You need to figure this out. And it's like, it's cool. It's cool that we haven't seen your stand yet. Don't worry about it. You'll get there. I'm going to get really close and like uncomfortably close to you. Is that okay? I hope that's okay. Yeah. Pretty yeah. good. You know, nothing in there. But okay, good. However, there might be some shellfish in the sauce. So I'm like, I will not <laughs> recommend at this time when you consume this dish. It's like, mm. okay. Oh, and there's one more thing in your food. What's this? A small boy who's been shot. What? <laughs> Because you hear outside that, like, you know, this child has been brought into the hospital. He's like, oh, my God, little Billy, oh, why did he get shot? Like, oh, Mama, I don't want to die. And it's just shrieking similar things. So how did this boy get in my soup, waiter? Yeah. Uh, it's one of them weird stand powers. Yeah, I mean, like, of course it is, but it's one of the weirder ones. Oh, so that would be quite a scene that Jolie and Remy would arrive upon then. If they just bust in the door and it's just, just 
nothing here but a big hole in the floor. What? <laughs> it's the Silent, Silent Hill, Hill 2 up in here. What? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and it's like, and jo- Jolene's like, see, we could we could leave him alone, but you know that priest, that sneaky priest, he's just going to hide in that hole for three days <laughs> unless we go in after him. <laughs> that priest tricks. Uh, I'm going to go rappel down and phone say, Jolene, phone, no, i got to do this. I'm a Joe Star. But I'll, I'll, I'll extend my wire and if, I'll, I'll tug on it if there's any problem or yeah. I'll send a signal, basically. Um, So you, you reel me back in. Um. Again, I, I feel like that works better in the comic than it does in the uh, in the manga. It's still fun that the way the speech kind of yeah. travels up along the wire, but yeah. Uh, um, it's a down. Man, this goes pretty deep. Uh, geez, if I go down much further, I'll find myself in row 28, seat C, on this Boeing 747 inbound to Florida about to crash into the ground. What? Herbies uh, hmm. is being attacked by Sports Max, who has reappeared. Uh, hmm. And I was like, hang on, this is... I didn't think it until I rewatched it now because there was nothing out. I was like, "This is quite similar to what happens in uh, Rubicon in these episodes we watched this week." Um, huh? People's yeah. past traumas <laughs> are haunting them. Ooh. I mean, it's 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 literal kind of it's literal ghosts in this one. Yes, it's literally. But, for, yeah. Sports Max is literally. Uh, that's the bit which is like, "What's in a room?" And the, obviously, the plane. It turns out to be something quite different. Because... It, it does open in this one with yeah. it's like the year I forget what year this thing is set in like two thousand and um not in twenty fifteen is it two thousand and ten or thirteen yeah 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 because like obviously one of the things Jolie notices the, besides the weirdness that suddenly what after crawling into a hole she's on a plane it's like she's reading a guy's like newspaper and it's like wait a minute that says it's two thousand and three that that can't be right it's like it's a couple of years prior it's a famous airline disaster where yeah. no one fucking survived. Hmm. So mm. this is what Underworld does. It digs things up. You can dig holes, but also we can dig up memories of past events that are transpired upon this soil. So it's not like an illusion of sports, Max, crawling up Jolene's wire or anything. It's like literally the ghosts of himself, the ghosts of everyone on this plane who are all aware of how horrifically they died. I like the air hostess is like, oh, by the way, the passenger in seat 3C, uh, his face it, it lodged through my abdomen. Let me show you. Um, and it's just like, ah, oh, gross. Why did you have to show me that? Hey, how's it going? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But also continue to do their jobs as... Um, would, you, would everyone turn off your electronic yes. devices as we're going to be crashing <laughs> in 15 minutes? Um, <laughs> Don't bother calling your family. We've, we've no signal up here. Yeah, the guy, she's like, sir, I asked you to turn off all electronic devices and his face is melting off because that's how he died. Um, uh, it's like, mm. And then outside, oh, we see this plane <laughs> underground, flying underground, and then Pucci utters the line of the show, which is, can you not make this plane crash any quicker? <laughs> <laughs> nice for a villain to recommend to actually look at the show and go like i really need to kill these guys like sooner rather than later yeah he's he's like a guy i can know like he's been more of a soft touch with the other two like sons of deer he's going harder on this one and saying no i expect much much more of you now you know because you know you're, you're meant to be the eldest meant to be the most responsible mm-hmm. he's just got my fucking got my fucking last nerve he, kill him, him the be- chance i get him being nice to him was up to the point of taste my food for me. Um, and then it's like, okay, no, no, you're on the fucking clock now. You need to you need to finish this Joe Star off real quick for me. Oh, I wouldn't do that. Why wouldn't you do this? No, she's gotten all that one before. It's like, oh, I didn't know that. Why do you want my case like this? Ah, uh, dear. <laughs> you're such uh, a bitch. 
Uh, so yes, cliffhanger is them realizing they're going to die on this plane, and how the hell earth do we get out of this memory? Yeah, um, obviously Hermes ends up on the plane as well, and um, they're they're stuck, both of them. Yes. Oh, and the cliffhanger of Pucci is that he's he. The reason why he wanted to hurry up is because he could detect that his brother's getting closer. Yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, I'm really on a clock now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because hmm. slight problem is when, yeah, he got the star, his brother got the star, and his brother could also track him down. Uh, it's it's weird the everything. way, it's weird the way the deal chopping off Jonathan Joestar's head and putting his head on his body has made him part of the Joestar line. And also because that baby ate you and you're now that baby that was also a Joestar, your brother, like he married in, I guess, to the <laughs> yeah. Joestar line. It's just like that's how genetics work. I'm sorry, that's that's just the way of it. It's weird, but it is. It's 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 over the show, so no problem. Yeah. Well, you know, like, like the adoption. You know, Pippa almost said, "Oh yeah, he was only adopting the family." So he had to like do something to really like make it make his, <laughs> his legacy stake there. But said, "I am the heir to this. Come on, where's my where's my when mansion?" When you're adopted into the family, you get all the family birthmarks and all the family medical conditions. We all know how it works. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Well, we married, and I heard everything from your from your from your father, including genetics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, if you can't get enough of this stuff, then the second volume of Thus Spoke Rohan Kashibe has gone up on the Shonen Jump Ooh. app. Mm. Exciting stuff. Uh, and there was a trailer put out recently. They're going to do a live action of Rohan at the Louvre. Uh, yeah, are, yes. are they actually going to film it at the Louvre? Because that's fucking. Uh, I would hope so. You know. Oh, yeah. Oh, that would you be know, excellent. France goes a gaga for the anime. I mean, that's true. Yeah. The, yeah. the, the, the one, the one, the one minute otherwise. I think he was, he was, he was, like, a, he was like an Arizona residence there for a bit. Hence, you know, mm, drew a comic mm. about it. Yeah. Probably uh, less oh, scary yes. than what you went through. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> the live action Rohan is up on Amazon Prime as well. Is it already? Yes. Fuck. Excellent. Uh, ah, I don't know how much well. There's three of them up there on there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can't get enough of the JoJo stuff. Um, then we've got Tatami Time Machine Blues, episode six, which is essentially an episode of Tatami Galaxy, but also a, a prequel of, to the five of specifically episodes. Specifically, this yes. v- version, this this universe. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's the setup for what happened in the previous five episodes, but also the final thing reveals is that the entire thing is a prequel to the original Summertime Machine Blues, because that's a film which was made in-universe. Yeah, yeah. uh, Of the Tatami Time Machine Blues. It's not necessary, but it does tie it together nicely. So yeah, the club. What a weird idea for a film to come up. Uh, And the club is great because the the thing because you've not seen Star Wars Galaxy is it all hinges around each episode hinges around another bizarre club or a normal club which goes bizarre. So this time it is a trade enthusiast club where their gimmick is is that they are creating a non-existent fantasy historical railway line in the area of town where they live based on yeah. things they find which are, some might be train related some might not be but they give see, the clue yeah. that they might be train related so it's the idea of like when you go to like an old building and you can see that this used to be a place where it was a platform for a train or there might be some old sleepers built into the ground or this is this street is weirdly wide enough for a train and traffic and it's, it's that kind of thing of like <laughs> oh yeah you can identify that but it's them making it up. There might, there probably was a train here at some point, but this is a, they're like, no, this was the 
the what was it the tuna line or something like that? It's yeah. a very specific yeah. train yes. that they've met up. Sort of, a transporter macro that they've up, up the old uh, West 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 Clare Railway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and they're having it's it's not the idea that they're actually mapping a real train line because there are historical documents that could do that very easily. It's like they're making up one, and that's fun for them. Yes. And it's all nice and innocent, it's, and it's it's all fun and games until Ozu joins the group. And <laughs> I'll probably actually do it, lads, you know. And he's kind of coming in with like, oh, it sounds like a kind of a wholesome idea because it's you know trying to push him to kind of like actually achieve something. But mm. now putting it down in like you know a little fancy means they have to actually kind of quantify and collate and agree upon their central thesis about this railway. And everyone has their own little ideas about what they think it should be. <laughs> And the fact that it's not a physical thing that they're actually trying to map out and look up the historical documents, because eventually you'd find out that there was or was not a railway that did this specific thing, which they don't want to do. They want to theorize. They want to go on trips and excursions, go like, oh, let's go up this mountain and see if we can find any railways. And it's all fun. But then it's like, you know, always like, come on, we got to share this with the world. Let's codify it in a little fucking magazine for everyone to enjoy. And so their theories start getting at loggerheads and they divide into like three distinct yes, groups three factions for yeah uh and i did like the logo splitting into three yes. um i thought that, uh, very good design logo yeah uh and because it's more like in the format of the galaxy we also get the uh first contact worst contact line that happens <laughs> every episode um yeah, uh, and then I can't remember how that bit finishes. It, it all leads into them see, talking it, about big... Akashi was also making a film at the same time. Yeah, see, Ozu's in lots of different clubs, so he doesn't mind like ripping this one club that our our protagonist um, is is part of. Because, and he's like, I'm only in this one fucking club. So eventually he's talking to Ozu. It's like, wow, they split the different factions. Though, so how many are left in the club? It's like, just you and me. It's like, fucking what? I hate you most of all. <laughs> well, I'm not sure if I understand by what he was thinking to begin with. I mean, I'm going to hang up with cool people and meet sexy chicks. I'll go hang up with the railway club. Come on, um, man. You better run for your own back there. Uh, and the, the film club guy was being mean to Akashi's B-movies that she's making. And so the three of them decide that they will make a, fil- a time travel film which is essentially designed to rip the piss out of the people who they're going to cast in the film. Yeah, they're going to cast them in roles that rip the piss out of their opinions of her prior work. Yes. And it's literally going to be exactly the same kind of B-movie schlock that she always makes. Yes. Uh, it's very gonna, clever. It's going to be a time machine. There's going to be... The, the universe will be imperiled. In their version, the movie is everything Everything will just die at the end. Uh, and then there's like, little do we know that uh, the events you've seen of the previous five episodes would come to pass. But then later, this would be made into a movie called The Summertime Machine Blues. And now you know <laughs> the rest of this. Yes. So does that mean in this universe that Akashi, she also directed Psycho Pass and the two Fooly Cooly sequels? Um, huh. Yeah. <laughs> She's doing all right for herself then. Yeah, okay. And I, I was wondering if, like, particularly like the interactions of how they're discussing it, is like, oh, is I supposed to be, in the, at least in the, the animated version of this, is I the the book, the novel author, and Ozu, the screenwriter? Oh, because fucking writers hate their fucking screen. Yeah. The original yes, authors but, can yes, have but a, they a can't potential relationship. Yeah. Together. Yeah, but they have to work together to make the actual fucking thing. And it's like, I hate working with that fucking screenwriter. He takes my words and twists them into non-art. Yes. 
and therefore he becomes a mockable figure in the actual adaptation because he's a fucking guy who can't get any of his shit together. I should have made a note of the one line which made me think of that because it, it was particularly because it connected to because uh, obviously it's the weird thing of like Summertime Machine Blues is written by the screenwriter of this anime and the uh, the Tatami Galaxy anime, but the Tatami Time Machine Blues is a novel based on Summertime Machine Blues written by the original author. Yeah. and But also in Tatami Galaxy, there isn't enough stuff in Tatami Galaxy to make a full-length TV series, so there's a whole bunch of original stuff added, created by the screenwriter. Mm-hmm. And I was like, there was just one particular line which made me, oh, that, that connects all together. It's like, oh, are they, is that hell? The screenwriter is viewing these two people, uh, not necessarily through the entire series, but just at that particular moment where they're discussing. The, yeah, they're representing the where movie. they're basically bouncing yeah. the ideas off each other and they manage to form the whole plot what, yeah. just in a conversation of them walking home. Um, yeah, and I feel like if that's the case, then this is the best way to do self-insert characters and it's to absolutely rip the piss out of yourself and yes. what you do. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I can kind of see where you're from. Like, no, you might not like what I, what I do with what with your stuff, but you would just keep it to yourself. Otherwise, yeah, I made things actually happen around you. Like, I actually get you up and actually doing things. Mm-hmm. It can't be all bad, can it? Yeah, uh, yeah. I love the series. Uh, it was. It's. I would say it's also completely essential, but because um, it's, it's, it's not important. It's yeah. not like it's. It's not necessary, but it is very enjoyable, which yeah. is yeah. what a story should be. I, like much of all his B movies are. It's like listen, they're, they're terrible. It's not really like a theme or the character development, but it's a fun time, right? Yeah. I see. It, 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 it's more to Tammy Galaxy. It's just like yeah, it's, yeah exactly. It's, it's, it's all these like uh, folks that you knew from, from that. It's almost the exact same. Well, it's really the exact same way, but it's even you know now we're getting to put a time machine in it. Like yeah, yeah what would it do with us? Mm-hmm. Just selfish, petty things, of course. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't have like the personal drama that Tatami Galaxy has, uh, nor does it have uh, the protagonist's penis represented by a cowboy. Um, <laughs> so that's another thing to entice. Set up for the Blu-ray. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, who knows? There may be more stuff because that's what they did with Galaxy. Was you you bought the DVD and there was three more stories on there, mm. um, based on other short stories. Uh, then we've got Lupin Zero, episode two, hang tight to the treasure on the train, in which Lupin and Jigen continue to flirt with each other. What? No way. I don't like that guy. I just like to think about him and smile. <laughs> that's different. Mm. Uh, so we have a long the, life together. The mention of they've just invented this thing called Yaki Soba uh, dogs uh, <laughs> seems to suggest that this is set in the fifties, which would mm. then make sense for it to be like, oh, once they've once they're adults, they're the age they are when the the original anime starts. Even though that doesn't line up to modern things where Lupin is on forums and stuff. Yes. Forget about just Don't worry about that. <laughs> well, That's okay. Yes. Clearly Looks for young for his age. Also, doesn't have his real face, so how are you to know? That's true. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, he does feel like a character who decided once he got so old, he was going to stop aging. Um, <laughs> I'm good. I'm good here. Yeah. Because uh, they made the point of, like, because this is the thing which drives Jigen crazy, is explaining to uh, the uh, girl who's been trying to recover her uh, treasure is like, oh, he acts like a child, so he acts like a super serious, like an adult, and then he's like a child at other times, and it drives me crazy. And as you say, yeah, she says, but 
if you're talking about that guy with a big smile on your face, I'm pretty sure he's your friend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, Again, you know, you would just sit around not doing much. He comes along, and you know, like what he does for the stuff, he gets you up off your ass and doing things. Because Lupin's trying to compete with him, is like, I bet we'll, see, I, I bet you, I can get that limited edition noodle sandwich before you. Uh, and Jigen's like, No, I'm not partaking in any of this. I'm walking away because he has a job to do, which is shady dealings with some professors yes. who are bringing back archaeological <laughs> stuff on a Professor train. Rocco, shots at the knuckles. Yeah, like those guys are super suspect. One guy has a pig leg for fuck's sake. I mean, <laughs> come on. They will and that's his leg in a dig in Afghanistan. Yeah. I'm, I'm not saying he, I'm, I'm not saying I'm untrustworthy of people with prosthetic legs, but a peg leg, that's a pirate. You can't fool me. <laughs> They've got a very uh, criminal dad and his two idiot sons vibe. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know if he's actually his dad, but that's the functional role. Yeah. Yes, that's what they they, they feel like. Um, and they've hired Jigen to be the bodyguard to a thief stealing this uh, uh, necklace that they're going to sell at a midnight auction. Nothing suspicious here. Um, <laughs> and so for charity, Lupin thinks this sounds like fun, and so follows him onto the train with a range of disguises. Um, and he keeps saying, "It's like I'm gonna fucking steal it. I'm gonna steal it from you." Ha ha! And he's like, "I fucking got no. Don't fucking steal it because you're good at stealing shit. I don't. I don't need you to do this job." But is it Lupin who meets the girl who's yes. very badly disguising herself first? Yeah. Well, well she's just... wandering around like a fucking like uh, <laughs> tribal shaman. She has the hood up, but she's doing the whole shamanic thing on a train, so it's not very good disguise. Yeah. What's yeah. her Marina Zochil Napakakoka? <laughs> Mm, mm. Yes, she's from uh, some sort of indiscriminate foreign country, uh, mm. South America, Stan. Yes, mm. where there, um, it's the chief's jewelry had been stolen from his grave, and that's what she's come to recover. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 would you believe they're grave robbers? Yeah. Um, um, and Nuban's like, "Oh, that's fucked up. I'm definitely going to steal it now. I was just going to steal it for fun yeah. before, but now I'm going to steal it for serious." <laughs> Uh, and this made me realise on like, last episode, it was like the reverse of what a lot of the post Cagliostro stories, where it was like, oh, it's an adult woman being assisted by two children. This time it's yes. like, oh, this is like a Clarice type aged character. But this time Except Lupin's Lupin the same is age. that age. Yeah. yeah, that was the weird bit as well. Yeah, it's just like, oh, and she's going to be like, I fancy you, Lupin, as, a, as a, a girl could fancy an older man. And he's like, oh, no, thank you. But it's like, no, like last that thing where the woman was coming on to you, it was like that was weird because she's way older than you. But in this case, it would be appropriate. <laughs> and there's no I wonder if we'll see them all again in the climax of this uh, <laughs> series. Mm-hmm. Could be, could be, yeah. Um, yeah, and so there's lots of shenanigans involving hopping onto different trains, uh, the necklace going back and forth, Jigen realizing, oh, his justification for turning on the robbers is that he was hired to. Uh, protect the necklace from robbers and now he's realized those guys are robbers so therefore um, <laughs> that, that's still part of the job yes i'm compl- mm. i'm still a professional mm. um yeah two boys destroying a train in an attempt to stop it uh <laughs> there's a great bit where jiggle and lupin are having a conversation either side of a chicken cage and the chicken's head keeps on moving backwards and forwards <laughs> each time they talk yeah the chicken's oh, yeah. paying attention yeah it's good uh, everybody has a big laugh at the end, including the pigs that who uh, they. That was so good. It was just like the pigs are also like laughing as the freeze frame happens. Yeah. 
Good, good shit. Um, again, it felt very good caper Lupin stuff, despite them being children. It's it's working. Yes, yeah. It's they they've got the same characters, and it's like oh, it always particularly Lupin. It feels like oh yeah, he's just hung on to this uh, childlike exuberance. Yeah, that's like his view of the world has stayed the same. Uh, and it's funny, like, Jigen's the same age as him, but has a cynical old worldview, and that's why he seems so much older. It's just yeah. like, oh, okay, right. Yeah. Can I see the development of, of, of Jigen where, like, this is like, you know, we're trying to start to train at that point, saying, gee, you gotta do someone, but it's so it's like a kind of real class gun match that you're gonna do when you're older, because otherwise he's kind of, kind of retrograde, he just has under the jacket, like, fucking bandolier upon bandolier of bullets, he's, he's just fucking plugging away, spraying away, he's not kind of having no regard for um, what accuracy as much, but saying, no, man, you gotta be sparing, you gotta be fun focused and calm, you're a pro, remember? Just mm-hmm. kind of saying, oh yeah, this is how I can use that and be that. It's definitely like you can see where the characters are going to go because it's like again the standard thing of why does Jigen, a professional, very serious man, hang out with Lupin? It's like look at them as children because it's fun. They have a good time. <laughs> he brings a lot of um, frivolity and fun to Jigen's life, which he wouldn't otherwise put in his own life because he's too serious. Uh, then we've got Pui Pui Molcar Driving School Episode Eleven: Peter's Nightmare. In which it's all about the fear you have as a learner driver of driving out into heavy traffic. <laughs> and uh, it takes the opportunity to suddenly go from uh, stop motion into something which feels like it's come out of the uh, animated version of the wall. <laughs> it's like mm, just mm. nightmare mole cars looming towards Peter. That's a really nice style, yeah. Uh, but eventually he gets brave enough with the help of his mates at night. He has a go again and then, yeah, he's by the end of the episode, he's brave enough to go on the road. Just let me in. Let me in. Yeah. Well, there's a lot happening out there. It's like there was like a, there's a police car, a car chase going on, you know, when the guy let that go, of course, it's like, uh, yeah. So that's more cameos in there from other cares in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they're graduating. Uh, yeah, episode 12 is uh, Goodbye Driving School, in which they say goodbye to the driving school, and the time-travelling Molkar appears in the last episode and launches some fireworks. <laughs> uh, we're never going to forget the driving instructors and all the staff <laughs> at school. You know, fun. It's like, I'll check her out. The lady instructor, she's like, you know, doing a course in record time, doing a cool skate and winking at her from inside the Molkar. Like, yeah, these guys actually are pretty cool, you know. Uh, and then at the ends with Potato about to cause the same accident that he caused in the very first episode. <laughs> but this time does not knock over a vast amount of buildings. Mm. So mm. he has learned something. Well done, Potato. Don't knock over buildings. Mm. Uh, just, just get you one day without, without leveling the city. No, you've made some progress. <laughs> Then we got Welcome to Demon School and Rubicon Season 3, Episode 11, Toto the Genie, and Episode 12, Wish Upon Your Bow. Uh, last time we left them, two of the lads were running a gambling hall because they'd been eliminated from the Harvest Festival. Uh, how did this happen? It's the power of the horse guy, whose name I've forgotten. It's not Ouroboros, it's something quite similar to that. Yeah, yeah. I was Horror about to pass. say Toto, and I was like, yes. yeah. 
It's in my search history. Oribos, Oribas, who, when you look at the picture of him, he's a horse wandering around on his hind legs like a man. So, a pretty good, accurate depiction of him. Hmm. So, he's like a horseman wearing a jockey outfit. Um, and he's accompanied by a guy who reminds you of Ozu from... Uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Very much so. Yeah. Because uh, I'm not entirely not sure. Quite as wiggly, but yeah, yeah. I don't, he Orifus does not see. He's targeting all the misfit class. We learn uh, when he had the opportunity to go after another student. He's like, no, no, he's not misfit class. We'll let him pass. Yes. Whereas his little sidekick seems to be much more wicked than he is. Um, uh, so yes, he basically caused Jazz to be surrounded by hallucinations of his brother who he then eventually kicked, but it turned out he was actually kicking Oribos, and that's kicking out, because you're not supposed to attack another student. Mm-hmm. Um, the line guy seemed to go like, I, I better go with him, even though I haven't been eliminated yeah. from this. <laughs> so I was like, you didn't do anything wrong. Well, but they were kind of sharing points, so I think that yeah, was part of I the problem. So. Yeah. And I think also he wanted you to relay the information that he it wasn't, because uh, they were like, Abaru's like, oh, it's just a coincidence. He's like, I don't think it was a coincidence. He got a book. And he tore, he burnt up the pages after he'd taken care of us. And he said he was targeting the misfit class. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but Toto the genie, uh, with our two lads, Iruba and uh, Lead, they've got as far as the uh, divorced couple statues. And Iruba tears the song in half because it's got so many goddamn lyrics. And uh, you handle the, this end of the poem, I'll handle this end yes. of the poem. Yeah. Lead, follow the clues on the right, I'll follow the clues on the left. And they all make mm. sense. They take him underground, and then he runs into a, another student, a first year student, who is something the silent. Uh, yeah, I've forgotten his name. For the longest time until they actually introduced Clara in her different costume, I assumed it was Clara in a costume because I'm pretty sure it's the same voice actor because just making like noises basically uh mm. yeah he looks like a like a purple jawa uh yeah yeah um also apparently stinks to high heaven yes yeah. and it was here iruba and ali discovered them because ali had dressed himself up as a uh indiana jones type to go on this uh treasure hunting adventure and mm-hmm. uh it's like okay let's ignore him and carry on but of course then has disappeared because of course he's going to free him because he's a lovely chap mm. and um, he was right to because it all pays off uh, it initially pays off where magical creatures stop attacking them because that kid stinks so fucking bad what was the Bash Street kid who stank a lot I assume it was just stinky or something uh, I assume it was one like that anyway it, it's one of those kind of characters where problems don't come at you because yes. he's too smelly uh, Nafula. Apparently, the Wikipedia tells me that we'll eventually learn that uh, Nafula is a girl. Um, okay. Again, I assumed it was Clara so, for the longest yes. time. So, yeah, yeah that's fair. There's a titular some lines that were seem to have like intimate that it was like a female yeah. that hood. Um, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, freeze Nafula. Pair of them go off, and they run into Toto the genie. I was like, well, first of all, they find the seed and they're about to grab it. And Nafula spots a giant eye in a pit and is trying to attract Iruma's attention, but he's too uh, entranced by the seed. And so a giant hand appears, grabs the seed. They dodge the hand, though, and it's Toto the genie. 
uh, who looks more like a sphinx, I would say. Sphinx looking yeah. yolk. Really. It's a very sphinx looking dude. Uh, he's also got that animated thing where they have like a texture over him, but not in a way that makes him look like he stands out, just to make him look like he's partially the background that he's that yes. big. Yeah. But yeah, and very that you're not gonna answer a riddle, but you got tell us something that's never heard before. Yes. You can either defeat me in battle or tell me something I've never heard before. Um, and it's, it's like uh, defeat me in battle, you're pretty big. Yes, but uh, like, could I tell you this thing? It's like, no, I have read every book. <laughs> like, I've read like... this book though, or this series of books collected in these fifty-six lovely volumes, <laughs> or however long it went on for. Uh, 10,000 years by the look of it. Yeah. Yes. He, he acts out the first chapter of the manga and uh, Toto... Is... We learned some new first thing. It was a boxing manga for <laughs> yes. a while. Holy shit. Oh, man. This is hilarious. <laughs> you know, it was really like responsive and like, able to kind of like predict trends as they came up and they had to just pivot straight onto them. It was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Toto thinks it's great. Here's the seed. Here's my phone number. Call me when you want to tell me some more of that story. It's grand. Because mm-hmm. initially he's like, that was an amazing story. And it's like, yeah, that's just the first volume. There's more? <laughs> okay, we're exchanging phone numbers. We're best friends now, yeah. basically, says this giant sphinx. Oh, yeah. yeah, well, I drew all that pattern myself. <laughs> it wasn't just the anchor. And Yeah, it was um, Nephilus or whatever the king's name is is, is helping out because aruma can't just tell the story he needs to act it out in a stage yes. play which um he's uh i forgot the name of his ring is is providing the background scenery <laughs> for this epic tale of boxing for the for the moment and eventually it's going to be about astronauts and other stuff down the line yeah yeah um Nafila's attempt was to tell a tell a joke <laughs> i know i've read all the demon jokes you can't can't humor me with that shit. But... It's a go on, but I've heard it before. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the, the following episode, uh, they've done a grand job, they've found everything, and then they run into Aruba's parents. What? Well, uh, I mean, like, I'm so happy now. The only thing that can make me sad is my parents, because my life before this, this is reminding me of me living barely surviving and that kind of shit, but I'm in a happier place now. Oh, no, it's my mom and dad, and they said they're, they're going to bring me home. Uh, that's the worst thing that could possibly happen again uh, doing that opposite thing of like, hey kids listen to your mom and dad like not if they're pricks yeah it falls off a cliff and uh, then it turns out oh it's Oribus again and he's like ah that might have killed him um, and then he's well, like I, I, I didn't, didn't lay hands on him your honor <laughs> he fell into that pit by himself mm-hmm. uh, and his lackeys trying to convince him to do the uh his his power's trauma, um, and it like will last even once he's gone away. We learn, um, as we'll learn as the rest of the episode, because he's trying to get to, to Nephilim, he's not going to do it to them. Uh, yes, and he's basically Aruba's trauma is the idea that everybody will uh, discover that he's a human and won't want anything to do with him anymore. Reject him, and he'll have to go yes. back to his parents, who will treat him like shit, as they yeah. did before. Um, and it's and, it's really and bad with the rejected again by them. I just it's just like you know, he just has to admit, like you know, like I'm not. But you gotta say this. I feel fucking lonely as God, yes. and I, I, I'm the only person in this universe. Because uh, like obviously, it's the the thing of like uh, his best friends, like Clara and stuff. Like basically rejecting him was like, why didn't you tell us you were a human? You were keeping that from us. It was all a fucking front, wasn't it? It's like no, like we were actually friends. No, but. You, but again, this is his worst yes. trauma, so he can't reason with it. And he all moves um, into and, a giant monster. And then... I did like his grandpa going like, hey, hey, Rubicon. 
I'm sending you home to your parents. Bye. Yeah. They were still being friendly, but it was just like time to time to go home. Just click your heels, and it's just like no, that would be the worst possible fate for him. Yeah. But yeah, a, a giant Ooh. trauma ball of a monster. Yes, of remember your training thing. boy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, the, but somehow because Bachiko was deliberately trying to traumatize him, she could appear as an hallucination of a trauma and tell him she's to, a positive trauma. <laughs> yes, to book his ideas up. <laughs> He's like, yeah. everyone gets traumatized. No, you need a little eat drop or you can just fucking quit up and fucking shoot straight through it. Hmm. Her her horrific training was uh, in order to make him stronger and the trauma of her training reminds him of his training, which <laughs> is like, oh, right, I could shoot an arrow through it. But you have to wish upon it to, like, what do you want to do with this arrow? It's like, I want to be happy with all my friends and not to have all this bullshit. It's like, yeah, cool. Shoot that at the monster of trauma. That'll yeah. do it. it. And it does. Shut the fuck off. And then I think the succubus on that one is some more stuff with him and Nafula. And he's like slowly <laughs> learning uh, how to understand Nafula's goal. Scooby Doo talk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, good for him. You know, he just said he hates his parents. He's cured. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> mm. uh, but yeah, I, I, I like these stories because they're quite sweet. But I also like how it's like clear oh, these characters who he's befriending are probably going to pay off later down the series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, mm. And I, I like the continuing thing of selfishness and greed and that kind of stuff because it, we're talking about demons. Is positive and healthy. It's positive and healthy to have a bunch of those rather than to be selfless all the fucking time. Yeah. Well, it's, it's like, you know, indeed to take up yourself and set fucking boundaries. Cause, exactly. Yeah. Like, you know how he is. He agrees to, he agrees to anybody. He's like, he is, he is, he's a yes man. He's in Bible doubles, but uh, that's just the people he's just met who seem to need his help. Or his parents, he's also all about his fun saying. It's just yeah. like fun saying, no, 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 no. This is my life and this is how I'm going to live as mom and dad. I'm taller than you now, or I'm not well, still pretty small, but like, don't <laughs> you get to that size, you that age, you kind of, oh, you could take out your dad, you know, like, oh, yes, that's it. Mm-hmm. And then I presume next week we're probably going to see Lead fuck up the other side of the question. <laughs> 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 Stops for a burger and wipes his face off at the back. Oh, no! Because uh, <laughs> I'm not sure he can be trusted to do it on his own. Uh, we can concentrate. Maybe you concentrate with your hardness. You know, uh, yes. something Spy Family 24. The role of a mother and a wife and shopping with friends. So the first part is the fallout from uh, Fiona's attempt to uh, drive a wedge between Lloyd and your... I shouldn't have known I could have win my husband back with tennis. I was a fucking yes. idiot. What was I doing? It sort of kind of worked because they're both stupid. <laughs> yes. yes. And also there's the irony of they they go away from Anya to have a con- this conversation away from her. And it becomes clear from the viewer's point of view that this would actually go better if Anya was there because she could read both their yes. minds and she'd be able to she, negate She'd be the balancing cr- factor. Cross purposes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, again, people not being able to communicate shit to each other, and Anya specifically being a, be, being too stupid to, but being able to fucking hear everyone's inner monologue. Yes. Um, I I like the thing with with Frankie, uh, like babysitting her. It's like I'm not a babysitter. It's like here's that big wad of cash you wanted. It's like thank you, but I'm, I'm telling you now, I'm not a babysitter. And him actually <laughs> empathizing with Anya. Respect me, do you? But him actually like empathizing with Anya as well while babysitting her. It's like you really love your mom and dad, don't you? It's like oh yeah, I love them to bits. And he's like. Mm. 
I know it's a fake family and it's a spy mission. Like they don't really love you, and I'm worried about that because I'm actually a nice guy despite being a a shill for. He's a romantic, spies. you know. He, he is. He the is. best of people. Yeah, yeah, and he doesn't realize that this family actually love each other. Just they're just too stupid to realize it. So yes. you know, you're, you're the crazy <laughs> uncle. You, you have a game. You're you're, you're counterfeit. You do the little like woof 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 woof. Yeah, <laughs> you've got a thing with the child. You're your uncle now. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, meanwhile, Yor gets incredibly drunk and uh, knocks Lloyd out. <laughs> it's, it's like, hey, I'm going to take my wife on a date and smooth things over. And it's just like, not if she gets wasted because she's so upset that she, like, I need, I need the strength of liquor to keep me going. And she knocks back his whole thing of a, uh, was it whiskey, whiskey. he was drinking? Was whiskey. Yeah. A whiskey. Bali was saving. <laughs> Uh, and again, the, the whole thing of him getting kicked across the restaurant, landing in a, or the bar, landing on a flip, all the other dudes watching this fucking happening, but not interfering are just like, as the, yes. he's landing. And then him slowly realizing he's been hit a lot harder than he thought he had been. Like, he is concussed. Um, he's he, like, his legs have turned to jelly. He's like, I've, I've bit my lip and I'm staying up and only for a few seconds and down I go. Um, um, and he wakes to the sound of his own mother re- singing him a lullaby. Uh, but uh, it cutting to your and her going like I don't know the other lyrics. Uh, <laughs> it's, it, that was pretty sweet. Yeah. yeah. Um, and again, they do manage to, despite lying to each other constantly about their secret identities, um, they manage to make a kind of connection. Basically. Yes, and use that they're staying together for the kid. Yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, pretty much. Um, is like him kind of going like he, he's saying it as a because him. Him doing the smoothie, like I'm gonna do my romantic stuff that I've used to seduce thousands of women in my thing as a spy, and it's like that doesn't work because she's very, very drunk right now. Um, but him trying to connect her is like, no, you're actually like a really good mother to her because Anya's told me multiple times she feels safe when mommy's around, and it's like because mommy will murder anyone who yes. tries to interfere with you. But he's not hearing that part, so yeah. yeah, it is true. What he's saying is true, but it is like again the miscommunication just. Sure does very well. Uh, uh, this wasn't in your book, was it? <laughs> <laughs> nope. He's doing it all off the cuff. Yeah. Um, and then shopping with friends. Uh, Anya and Becky go shopping. We're introduced to uh, Becky's daddy slash butler. Bodyguard. Uh, Driver. Um <laughs> Really Picture. rooting for the really rooting for the kid character, which is a, a good character to have. Where she's in the background, it's like, "Come on, make friends, you stupid kid! Uh, open up to people." Yeah, she's she's rooting for Becky, but Becky is a selfish brat of a um, military industrial complex scion, <laughs> that kind of thing. Uh, but in a in a cute shopping spree with little girls, um, and I, it's yeah. like we gotta we gotta make you a dress to impress. Young Damien, who I can see you fancying, and then she realizes part way through is like, "Wait a minute, I should be shopping for me to impress Lloyd." Also, another fashion show, and it was like, "Yeah, yeah. this is fun." Makeover, 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 makeover. Yeah, very much that, um, and having a good time with it. And also, again, because one once Anya's in the scene, Becky's like, "I'd love to buy that cheap." I say cheap tat. That was a very expensive. Um, hundred hundred fucking quid. Keeping you got there. It's a, very exclusive, it's a very exclusive store. Um, so the the keychains are even very expensive. And Lloyd did hand her a big wad of cash to, yeah. to like smooth her way in, but she did spend a lot of the budget on that yeah. keychain. But the, the, the cinnamon about it was through the roof. 
See, that's the thing. Anya wants it as a remembrance of this fun shopping trip she had with her best friend. And she's like, best friend? It's like, oh, well, I'm, I, I can't accept your gift. It's like, that's no good. And it's like, it would be rude to not accept it. And Anya's like, I know you want this. I know you also want to commemorate this lovely time that we had as friends. But you can't admit it. And I'm a psychic child, so I can sort this problem out. No problem. And, and dad gave me a big wad of cash, so I can doubly sort this problem out. <laughs> it's very nice. Yeah, very sweet. Oh. Um, yeah, Martha the butler is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's got a great character aside? Um, yeah, yeah, the weird kind of sweet old lady, but also like stern, but yes. also you come also on, the, kid. You also get the feeling she would kick the shit out of you. If, if <laughs> <tried> <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. just like she has like the black fucking like uh, like hit man hit person suit, mm. and also also it's just the gloves. Like okay, the gloves as well. You know, that means, means no like, fingerprints. <laughs> <laughs> Picture, yeah. Mm. Um, <laughs> All right, I need to get rid of this five-year-old's body for me. Yeah, it's, it's because yeah, Again, yeah, yeah. We eventually will see her kick ass, but it's like even just from the character design and the way she moves, you like you know she can. Yeah, I mean, like she's she's minding the daughter of the military industry complex scion. I assume she's military herself, basically. Yeah. Um, what does that company do? It's not. It's, I think uh, it's weapons manufacturer, isn't it? Uh, it is, yes. Military, yeah, hmm. heavy Black Bell Heavy Industries, yes. Yeah, they're like a, a, a as the Metal Gear would say, PMC or whatever the fuck, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. 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 Uh, then, second episode, and the last episode of the series, First Contact, in which we finally get to meet Damien's dad. Uh, uh, besides the interior thoughts versus exterior thoughts on that, that the show does very well, most of the episode is a casual conversation that has hidden depths that it manages to draw through the whole fucking episode, and it it does it so fucking well, man. Oh, so kind of like you know, um, have feel this dude out, you know, for get a for the firewise plans are, but also not like shredding the hopes of this young boy, like to finally get some recognition from his father. What I do is so I've hijacked his like uh, earnest request for a meeting with his dad on like. Mm. Uh, this day when we're having all of the the, top, the, the scholars are having a big meeting so it's like no oh, why you're why you're at the school dad could, could i could, could i actually see you in person please <laughs> papa yeah it, it's a it's a good introduction to donovan because he's not as wicked as you would think he is he is a man and he's, um, and he's not a face man you know yes. <laughs> yeah and he like he expresses his expression of like his beliefs don't seem to quite match his own behavior as well. It's like, he's talking about how like, uh, humans can't understand each other. And then, and then yeah, yeah. It's like, and yet you came and saw came to see your son. And... See, he's using that very casual personal conversation to, to try and get the idea of him. Cause he's like, uh, it's like, oh, how can one person understand what another person is? Parenting is hard when Lloyd tries to connect with him over parenting. But like Lloyd going like, yeah, but I am trying to improve your relationship with your son because if I can get to you through your son, I can find out your political views. And it's like, is because you don't you don't know what other people are yes. thinking. If only we could know what other people yes. are thinking. Um, but at the same time, Donovan, <laughs> Donovan did choose to meet Damien when Damien had he convinced did. himself that he his dad wasn't going to show up. His older brother was trying to convince him that his dad wasn't going to show up. Yeah, dad's really busy. He's yeah. probably not going to show up, but I'll mention it to him. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but Donovan still did it. And I don't, I'm not sure he himself knows why he did it. 
prefer that he's probably because he not, loves his kin. Exactly. Love he's, kin. he's probably not as bad a man as he thinks he is. And he, mm. as well, but he's, we barely see him still. So yeah, he he still kind of remains on the mystery, and like he seems suspicious of Lloyd. Like he's constantly giving like the the narrow eyes. It's like, oh yeah, you want to you want to know this right. information, but he's also doing that to his own child as well. He's a like a, as. As he's laid out at the start of the episode with Lloyd kind of going over all the background. He's an an intensely paranoid man. This is the only like social interaction he does outside of his um, his circle, basically, that he's since he's closed himself off. Which Um, makes the the spy agency in the place worry that is he planning for another war? We don't know. We have to find out. That's the thing, because this was the other thing I was like, oh, we know there's this mission to get close to him. I was like, what is their plan once they've got close to him? I think to try and convince him of not. Like, that's yes, why he's that's trying to improve his relationship yeah. with his kid. Like, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I was like... Oh, Do you like... want your kid to grow up in war? Because if you're planning for war, that's what's going to happen. Yeah. I maybe he doesn't. Maybe he doesn't. That's, yeah. that's why that's why, that's why I feel it's going to go with Lloyd. He, he pursues his goal because, like, he was, like, orphaned by war. And he said to one Bob, he's, he's known, like, he brought... He, Grew up in in the world of it, doesn't want that kind of happen again. Well, that's why he cares yeah. for his fake daughter, doesn't want to happen to her. I think Desmond could be the same way. Like, you know, this how he is with Davian. He's distant from him because he's trying to do all this hard, important work so that you can grow up and never be tainted by that thing ever again. So um, probably just teach himself to know I am the only one who can do this, so I gotta, like, you know, be surrounded myself. I can't be insulated against this. He's probably maybe working like. Toward that other goal, but from, but from but from another way, which may not line up with what the West wants, but yeah. maybe it's you can kind of see where he's coming from. Like you, you want the same thing. The only thing you can agree upon is like, like what's the what's the just or moral way or best way to do it. A lot of what the the show is seems to be the world. Uh, these two opposing factions are slowly making their way towards peace, or, and they're in peace times, and everyone is enjoying it. I mean, there's still secret police torturing people and stuff. We haven't quite got there yet. We're not. You almost have that today, We're we're in, we're not in open warfare, and people are enjoying that. So it's something we probably want to continue. That kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. But the other layer is whether they're talking about. Oh, you can't understand what goes on in somebody else's head. And you're like, but there's mm. a character in this show who can. <laughs> <laughs> She's she was in the earlier part of this episode where she helped accident like kind of set this up. I loved Anya's setup with this where she's like, I'm on the secret mission too. I can hear my dad thinking around, but I can't see him because he's in the skies. But I know he's here trying to get Scion Boy to meet up with his dad. So I'm going to convince him to meet up with his dad even though he's having doubts about it. And she does kind of by goading him to it by accident because she forgets what the hell she's talking about. Mm. It's like, no, you need to admit to your dad, even if you got a bad result in the test, that's what I fucking do because I got balls. What were we talking about again? <laughs> <laughs> and it's the thing that Damien's like said to his dad is like I'm, I did really well I got a Stella Star I got uh, best in show in the art competition I did do bad in the maths test but you know other than that I'm doing well and it's like he, he wants to say this to his dad but he has this old man interfering <laughs> of Lloyd um like he, it's just like he, he gets to say all that still you know like, he does get to say all that like lloyd sets him up for that as well as well as anya setting him up for that earlier and it's it's really nicely done where lloyd's like i gotta stick out for this kid even though it makes me look bad to this guy it makes it look like i'll improve their relationship and i helped improve their relationship <clears throat> and it's all totally part of the mission and i'm not just glad i've improved a father's relationship with his child around him no siree no personal stake in this whatsoever <laughs> it's great stuff uh, or Damien briefly 
says that he was what does he say he says that he likes Anya too and so that makes his two oh because yeah he's, he's shocked because <laughs> Lloyd is something like he's like I don't tell Anya about any of this stuff especially the stuff that I met up that she said that she actually didn't but I was spying on you um it's a, she'd be really embarrassed she wants to be friends yeah. with you and it's like yeah sure I want to be friends with her too That's okay it, yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, because there's a thing where yeah, earlier on the episode where Becky's like, ah, do you love him? And he's, she's like, uh, I love him. But Dad. I love Mammy. Bob. I love Daddy. I love peanuts. Uh, she mentioned the dog, which I was like, mm, come on. Well, top three, you know, the dog's a recent addition to this thing. He's had <laughs> a, a, a long, a long like, you know, like, yeah. it's always been like number three, you know, a solid number three is the peanuts is boss with me. Yeah. He'll, he'll <laughs> <tip> parents weren't. <laughs> he'll attempt to say the word jealous again like he did in the previous episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, good ending. Uh, we've got a movie and another series coming. So, because hmm. uh, I hadn't realized, what is a movie of this going to be? I, I can't figure that part out. Like, uh, the second oh, yeah, why did you go on a, on a secret mission where you gotta go do this? And uh, it'd be Jameson Capers because the kid is up across. She's going to get up in the thing. Get, get, the dog will probably get involved as well. You know, all your favorites. If you're right, Brian, and it's a holiday, like a holiday special. That comes out during the holiday that it's set in, that would be perfect. Like it's the summer special, and they're at the beach, and it's coming out this summer. It's like that'd yeah. be perfect. Yeah. Well, I can't do that too soon though, because like not long into where the second bit that's going to come on, uh, they go on like a long cruise ship. You know, the cruise ship oh, of yeah. assassins. That's true. Um, yeah, yeah. So that'd be maybe <clears> too similar to the thing, unless that was the film. Yeah. Unless they I, just I did, I did adapt it out. Jump yeah. ahead, straight ahead. <laughs> unless they do the old Demon Slayer. Uh, yeah, you gotta watch the movies to continue the show. Yeah, yeah, could be. Or we get to take the movie and slice it into a show at a later date. <laughs> the old Dragon Ball fucking super thing. We get to make the show a worse version of the movie. <laughs> uh, that's it for Spy Family for now. Mm-hmm. But there'll be some more parents coming up in the episode. But before that, we got Pop Team Epic, Series 2, Episode 12, Endless Love. Oh man, all the all the reviews you've been waiting for fun. TM Revolution was a villain all along. I I I did not expect that. Jesus. <laughs> I, I think my favorite so part cool. is your man from the time cops. Obviously he's gonna flip because we see him in the intro. We know he's gonna flip. Um and then him teaming up with himself <laughs> yes. over and over again. Like it's like, hey, I'm the I'm the you from the past or something like yes, that. And I'm the you yes. from the teaming with different with, voices. Yes, because so good. the one one of them is being dubbed by the actor who has the same name as the guy who played the live action version of him because, and they always get mistaken for each other it's uh, so good um, I okay love Ari Shota, you know the princess me and me <laughs> going behind uh, yes it's directed by uh, is it Kirichi Yamamoto is it Yamamoto is that the guy it's the Sakamoto uh, that's it Carmen uh, the uh, the guy from Power Rangers, then to Super Sentai and Carmen Rider itself. Um, yeah. um, it has the same opening as the first episode, with the two characters who do not actually appear within the episode in the opening, who will play the Professor. Yes, yeah. but they're played by voice actors who have also played Popacos in previous episodes. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> uh, so yeah, so. Uh, Ayoi Shota, I realise it's much easier to pronounce it in the Japanese order because uh, you haven't got the A's next to each other. Uh, 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, he's been given a watch from a future version of himself to turn himself into a superhero and he's fighting the Time Patrol, as you say, led by TM Revolution. Um, and he teams up with two Nakamuras, one from an alternate universe and one from the Time Patrol uh, to battle him. There's an advertising uh... break where we get a weather forecast from Akbu and then we get what turns out to be like a uh, Pez Dispenser advert by Uchu people with a song mm. about ripping out your spine. <laughs> <laughs> it causes you so much trouble. Just get it out of there. <laughs> uh, and then the finale is that all the yeah, Popocos and PPBs from this series appear to team up with Yori Shota and beat the Time Patrol. But only, never die. Yeah, but yeah. only they're like uh, what professional key actors we just go like one... Dun, 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 smack, 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 smack. <laughs> they, they, they obviously brought them all all our all our friends from all we've met over over the course of this series have teamed up like all the same two characters over and over again but we don't have the budget to like do the epic fight scene that well so we're just, it's just that yeah they end up fun film what's it called uh blues brothers yeah <laughs> uh, uh and then a pair show up who we haven't met before promising us a season three uh, but only one of them talks, and it's got Shara's Nibble's voice, which is one of the voices people have always wanted. <laughs> <laughs> they want they want Amaro and Shara to do Popoco and Pee for Me, and apparently uh, Shara will be Pee for Me, mm-hmm. as we get uh, sort of uh, Sengoku-era Pee for Me and Popoco show up, and then we get an end theme, which is like the dance things you get in a Super Sentai, yeah, yeah. Uh, but this time, it's all the PPBs and Popocos dancing with Aoi Shota. But this time, they are animated, not like they were in the actual episode. No. <laughs> <laughs> this is the important part. We have to go yeah. on. Yeah. They had a lot of live action to do. They didn't have time for animating, so that's fine. <laughs> do they show, they show up to the th- like a, mic, a, a version of the original theme song as well, don't they? I yeah, think, the original uh, theme song yeah. plays when they when they come in to beat up all the random yes. masked goons. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, obviously they do that trick in Bob Psycho as well. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's an old that. trick, but it'll all is fucking work yeah. on me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I was like, it was a weird feeling of elation to see like two frame animated versions of Pope Go and Peep and Me show up at the end <laughs> for a show we've never seen any other episodes of. <laughs> what are you talking about? All the times we... Wait a minute. I've never seen the professor do anything except in the intro. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think the only way they could have made that better if instead of those people it was uh, the live action gal and the live action old man from Gal and Dino as if to somehow... <laughs> insinuate <laughs> that's also tied that's, into this it's another timeline yeah so yeah. Uh, the future has many possibilities mm-hmm. uh, yeah so that's it's, pop two back for you it's, it's a great way to go out I know people hated it this episode why would they hate it why Ow. why, 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 why <laughs> would like anybody who's on board with this to begin with hate and have like you know like, to put a point like this like, this is what it does on the regular it's like yeah. it's just like uh Completely, just like one morphs and one changes around whatever the hell it feels like doing. Uh, like literally, my only problem this season was 
once they did the flipbook episode, it's like everything else is going to pale in comparison to this. It's like because it's so fucking good. Like that, that that's a good problem to have, basically. Yeah. Yeah, it, it felt like you no. Know, maybe you could say like no. Oh, it's, it's a sequel series, so it felt like you no. Know, the characters took what they did from like the the first season and just made it kind of bigger or longer. So you could say like to show it, oh, we bits or like okay, it was a lot more likely to be the middle episode for a start. Uh, uh, maybe I can I I, I, I the flip book one. Maybe made that a whole episode as well. So that was kind of a bigger yeah. scale thing as well. This is like made it to oh, this went bigger. Everything's all the same stuff, but I don't know it's still like. One of the only things that's one of the few things I mean that's kind of putting like this kind of mixed medium kind of collaborative yeah. thing like this. Um, hmm. That said, that they hear that this point that's what's called Bochy the Rock was kind of like contending with it for like you know varying up its art style from episode to episode as well. So hmm. it's, it's one of the many things you need to check out from the this. this uh, yeah, I I checked it out and I was like I I admire its look, but it just did not click with me at all. I think it was the it was the point at which I was like, oh, I think this might be space dandy for people who liked anime. Uh, eight years after I would my my peak of anime, I was like, <laughs> is this is this space dandy for people who really loved anime from two thousand and six? Um, mm. In that it's like super visually inventive, but I was at the same time I was like, ah, oh, just like these characters do nothing for me, absolutely zip. Mm-hmm. Um, and so mm. I was like, I was like envying people who were getting something out of it because it just wasn't for me. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Unlike for me and Roboco episodes three and four, even though I can now can't remember what these was in these episodes. Yeah, uh, I'm trying to remember desperately. Like, uh, it's a one, it. I've one read these like, books, so I should be fine. Third one is like, oh, Madoka's coming over. Oh, Madoka! Oh, yes. It's, it's uh, coming over to Bondo's yes. house because it's, well, it's, we've got a cool robot. Let's play board games. Yes. I did appreciate the the joke. It still worked um, in anime where she arrives in. Oh, it's just like a Z fighter. <laughs> she kind of flies in and slams down that kind of thing. You know, it's the thing like you know, well, we'll play board games together. That's a cute little activity we can do a fun. But Madoka is like she's a hardcore like gambling god of, <laughs> of any she board game the out chin there. and everything. And Rob goes <laughs> like, oh, I thought you were the. I I thought that legendary player had like. Got Queen of Darkness, Monica. You know, I thought you would you'd vanish from the scene. Like, yes, those are good times. But I, I challenge you now to show you. I'll bet my left arm on it. I'll bet my life on it. <laughs> Bond was just like, what is happening right now? It's yeah. like, yeah. And the end of it is the joke of she wants. She came here to hang out with Robico, not you. Sorry, dude. Um, uh, it's like, yeah. Yeah. She said I, that initially. I now, <laughs> I now remember the fourth one is the wilderness episode. Yes. Which unfortunately the, they do not have time. Yeah, mm-hmm. they didn't have time for the reveal that's at the end of the comic where they read the newspaper article and they see that he is both incredibly bald underneath his hat and he's only 20 years old. Yeah. All the yeah. old people in this are in their 20s, early 20s. Um... And he's like a little kind of boxing with his name from like, no, name, age 20. Yeah, that's not in yeah. the... I, I did check the comic. That's not in the that very first one. It's only after yeah, yeah. the reveal... That they repeat the joke in yeah, the newspaper. Yeah. And they say like, no, the, the comic is over there. They could have yeah. just done a as well. They didn't want to mess with the fucking Canada thing. <laughs> it wasn't in the chapter, so I'm not going to put it in. Yes, well, based right. on... Um, we, we get letters about that kind of Based thing. on how I've read the interview of how uh, Daichi storyboards, it's probably because he was just using the comic and scribbling <laughs> on it. That's... Uh... And works in this. It's still pretty funny. Oh, yes, yes. It's still... There's still some... The, the stuff with the bear... Um, 
just to get the first like uh, intimation sort of, of Gorilla Gachi is indestructible. Um, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> just, like, drop you know, him on the way to the woods. <laughs> and you can launch him like a deadly like ultimate attack. <laughs> yeah, and she, she doesn't even let him finish uh, talking about his brave sacrifice before she misses the fucking bear and just throws him into a mountain like Gohan. <laughs> yeah. He's fine. He's fine at the end of the episode. Gorilla Gachi is indestructible. Don't worry about it. It's okay. We, 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 we defeated the bear. And also we've like wiped away all of its uh, kind of aggressive and kind of intimidating nature. It'll still eat the shit out of you. But it looks so cute mm-hmm. now. Yeah. yeah. Um, yes, because that's a Robico Blast, which is uh, like the Psycho Cannon. Uh, psycho Gun, rather. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, there may be the fifth episode, but it hasn't been fan sub yet. Um, yeah, we have to wait. Because it was yeah, Christmas, right. yeah. I imagine they were busy. Um, then it is, he says, losing his place. Uh, uh, Mob Psycho. Mob Psycho 103, episode 12, Confession, the Future. Um, mm. In which, uh, whose confession is it? Is it, um, well, it's Reagan's, isn't it, really? It's Reagan. Yeah. It's Reagan. I mean, there's also. There's also the confession to yourself. I was just like, yeah, you're not two different alternate personalities. You're two different sides of the same person. I'm trying to. It's all, it's all you, man. <clears throat> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Is this to you? Did you kind of keep it locked up because it happened to happen to you, like you know, at that time, and you've been afraid ever since of you running wild, like you're doing right now. But being afraid of it and running away from it has not made you have dealt with it, and it's going to happen anyway. So it's all going to come boiling out like this because you just you, mm. you keep suppressing it. It's just going to come fucking erupting out even yeah. harder at some stage. So you yes. got to like, meet with your problems. You've got to like, take them head on and just accept them and try mm. and like you know and live with it and, and get on with it because you're just kind of dismissing it. You're not even, not even living. You're kind of like, like dismissing this part of yourself, dismissing this part of your life and you're not like, being your real self with anybody. All these people mm. that you call your friends who like you for who you are, you aren't being real with them, man. So what's up with that? I mean, so Bomi's the one best friend you ever got. Like, she didn't get bored with you. She treated you like a normal person, you know? She's mm. dead well, sound to get yeah. down. But... That, that's the problem, <clears> is, is that you've got one, you've got the, the, the one he's locked away. That's his opinion, is that yeah. it, you've locked this mm. away and Subomi was, like, perfectly fine. And you shouldn't have changed is the side which is taken, is the the question mark, question mark, question mark percentage. is like, you changed, mm. you shouldn't have changed, you should have carried on using your powers because she liked you then as a friend and therefore it's me who should go and uh, ask her out but i'm then... the real one you're the you're the you're the mob that yes. you became not the original person that i was but yeah. then once he's shocked out of it by reagan going I, i'm a liar it was all a lie i have no psychic powers question mark on that uh... yeah <laughs> and i think it's totally fun like mob shigeo the two of them he knew that. He knew yes. that inside himself. Yes. And he was just saying, nah, 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 Master wouldn't do that. Nah, Master wouldn't do that. Master's always been kind of me. Because you have the Master wouldn't do that. And you have the old one who's like, this guy's just fucking manipulating you. He's just using you. He's only, He only wants you around. He's only apologizing because he wants to use your powers to solve a crime. We know this on the inside. And then him actually going like, I, I fucked up. Like, you came into my office as a kid and I, I, I didn't want to leave you disappointed. And I just kept repeating the lie over and over again. And that that was fucked up of me. Like, you know, it was kind of thing of it's a genuine, heartfelt apology of just like, I, I let the light keep spinning out of yes. fucking control. I have no psychic powers. I do help people. I do want to help people. I want to be good. I often don't, but I'm trying. Okay. Yeah. Well, he uh, went wrong because he didn't want to let the kid down. 
Yeah. Yes, he, he had good, the kid his intentions down. were good from you the know? start, and that's the important part of the lie was based on kindness, not cruelty. It it was then manipulated into a thing which was selfish, but you know it was it came from kindness. That's <laughs> I didn't want to let you down, but in the course of doing that, I have now let you down like yes. even harder than I ever possibly could have. No, I knew this day might come, but I didn't think it would be as, as like catastrophic as this. So I have to just. Like yes, base it on but, now. I've been keeping that problem bottled up myself. But Bob, at the same time, is like remembering like oh, all these friends I've made as Bob, and then the original question about question about question about is panicking because we see the percentage is going up, and he knows what percentage is going up is mm. is the Shigeo Kagiyama percentage reaches one hundred percent actualization, and there's no longer two of them. Uh, yeah. I did appreciate the the build up to it as well with um your man I keep forgetting his name the guy who currently has an umbrella and generally psychics are... yeah Sarazara can't go too far because he's already had his character growth it's like <laughs> you're you're good you learned your lesson you're you're fine but Reagan has to still learn his lesson and the whole thing of um he can't get close with apologies and it, it but it's like but I've been working out and his you know that sequence that it's beautifully animated and yeah. he's like, working his way through all the things and like smacking himself off every single fucking bit of well-animated debris that's coming his way. It's like the opposite of the triumphant one-punch man thing. It's just like, oh my God, he's yeah. so fucked up. He, gets, from he, gets the, he's getting up yeah. <laughs> keeps getting up. Yeah. He gets yeah. the shit kicked out of him by the uh, triple question mark the hurling buildings at him. And then he somehow still manages to block his path because Dimple's back and has possessed his body. And this is where the question mark is. I was like, at what point in the story did he start being able to see Dimple? Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm like, I think you do you have, have the some gift of <laughs> They have had conversations, I think, in like the last season, yeah. just him and Dimple. So clearly he has some spiritual awakening. Even if it's just like, I can just see that one fucking ghost. Yes. It's like, that's something. Yeah, because mm. not because other people don't when he's wandering around later. Um, yeah, because wasn't that a way to do it? Like, you know, you just let Dimple in, you can kind of like, like jumpstart uh, any latent power you have. So he's that's been possessed true, yeah. by him. So that's probably just there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and then he can still hold his own to a degree after Dimple leaves his body at that point. Uh, but this is all in, unimportant. It's just that, that little, the, the few visual touches that yeah, maybe he's not as big a liar as he thinks he is um that there is a little something going on there um yeah yeah and then yeah everything's fine he goes they dimple really wants to follow because he's very curious <laughs> he's first of all he's curious nope. if is even there he's like why would mm. she even be there i'd have got a hell out of there uh but yeah she was and she's turned him down and, uh, we don't we don't see it like 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 he points out it's like no no this is for this is for mob this is for Shigio we don't we're we're not going to interfere with this and he kind of comes back he's like yeah, she turned me down you it's okay like, man oh, yeah and uh, he's upset and he's say I'm not saying he feels comfortable now he feels like I've accepted that fun bit of myself now I can actually just just that that sucked I'm gonna let that out yes. and I'm just gonna focus on that. I'm not going to fucking go full Acura and just level the city now again. Yeah, like so, I, can just, I can accept this part of myself. <clears throat> I, I I feel bad sometimes. It's I just also, an adult figure walking home. I feel good, with, I feel good with, sometimes. And the, yeah, and he's walking home with a kid under his wing, and he's not like, well, we're gonna have to clean up the town, but let's get you some noodles or something. Come on, we'll, we'll no, cheer no, you up. They're gonna, they're gonna wriggle <laughs> for the psychics they know and get them to tidy. Yeah, we we know a lot of people who could fix this place up. It's fine. It'll be fine. That yeah. guy we had this pitting on luck. Yeah. And, yeah, it doesn't linger on it at all, and then it's like uh, <clears throat> epilogue where it's the new school year. The town has been totally fixed up, and uh, 
then we get to see all, check in on all the characters. Uh, so now Shigeo is now the vice captain of the uh, Body Improvement Club. Because everyone else has graduated, but um, he does offer his brother, you want to come to summer camp with the guys? And he, his brother's just imagining all these buff dudes yeah. just working out and sweating. He's like, no, absolutely not. Uh, yeah, they've even got some girls <laughs> in the Body Improvement Club now. Hey, it's it, listen, the whiteboard yeah, just yeah. tells you how to yes. do press-ups. Press-ups are for everyone, yeah. all right? <laughs> uh, also, the, 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 the room looks tidier and it looks more integrated with the uh, UFO club. Um Improving mind, improving yes. body. Do you think the aliens will come back? Absolutely, they'll yes. come back with his beautiful oh, yeah. eyes. <laughs> uh, yes, because the the, the the telepath is now hanging out with all of them uh, regularly. Oh, man, you, are you still here? Oh, I guess I'll sit in. <laughs> um, yeah, and the, yeah. yeah, they're all... They're all oh, having... I, did, I did like the thing of, like, how's it going on with your girlfriend, Shiggy? I was like, that's not my girlfriend. She fucking rejected me. It's like, aren't you on the phone to her, like, every night? It's like, yeah, so... Yeah, we're friends. Yeah. It's just it's like, like you know, we can be friends. Like, no, it's some kind of like consolation prize. You know, we, I, I, I'm, I'm mature enough in myself. And the suge- but it's also the suggestion of the way she turned it on was like, listen, I don't know you well enough to go out with you. She's willing to learn. Yeah. So you're not out entirely, but also friendship is is the reward as well. So, yeah, little combination. Uh, yeah. And so they're all heading. Well, there's a little bit of worry about uh, Shigeo's fashion still. And... <laughs> Well, that's that, that's, that's true to him, man. Yeah. He's doing it for himself. That's, that's what he likes. That's what he likes. Him and Terry and the whole... buy some more terrible shirts. Um, <laughs> but all... And the whole thing of like him refusing to use his powers at several occasions, where it's like there's a cat stuck in a pole and he starts to climb up the pole and it, 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 the cat just jumps off onto a tree and his brother's like, what the fuck are you doing, man? You're halfway up a telephone Don't want to rely on him. That's not like the summation of who I am anymore. You know. But it's I'm... also the suggestion that he's lost it for the longest time because it's just like, has he lost these powers? Is he is he refusing to use it, or is he unable to use it? And it's kind of like, does he does he need to? He doesn't need thing, to, I think. Yeah, you know, exactly. That was just something thinking all because by withdrawing away from that power, that power was the only thing that that defined him because he always he was just his faceless yeah. like, dude in the crowd. Then, um, particularly once you get to the office, you it's clear like, oh yeah, uh, the uh, you're the guys taking over Bob's role. They make that clear, and mm. they've now got the the girl who was the head of the UFO club, but now she's in high school. She's working there. Yeah, she's interning there. Um, your as, man as is actually running it. Yeah, your man seems to be running the fucking show now, which makes sense because yes. he has psychic powers yeah. for fighting yeah. ghosts. And, and so, he's, and he's yeah. the guy we see use psychic powers at the end uh, in order to stop the cake. <laughs> <laughs> Though perhaps he shouldn't have done because then he wouldn't have landed in it. Uh, mm. Yeah, so, but they're all getting ready to have a surprise... Uh, party for Reagan, who's on his way back with Dimple. Uh, mm-hmm. They invited all the other telepaths. Uh, also, Show showed up. I like, I like how every time Show shows up, he's like, "Oh, Ritsu's here." Uh, <laughs> 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 oh, best friend. Yeah, yeah. Like, what? He's 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 cut his hair like a, like a little man. Ritsu and Ritsu's brother. Wow, everyone is here. I guess. Yeah. Uh, and then Reagan falls in, and then yeah, lands head first in his cake, which prevents it from being sappy uh, as they point out yeah. it, it, it disguises his crying and importantly yeah, but, it's uh, the thing is is that shigio is the first one to laugh at him yeah 
And it's it, the way it's animated. It's such like an open, genuine like laugh. And I was, it's so nice. Like you, you can see, it's a kid laughing at a very funny thing has happened. Not mob. It's like I have no real emotion about this situation. It's like no, no, no. He's in the moment. He's living his life, yeah. and it's it's so sweet. Yeah. Hey man, three series this through. We're trying three series now trying to find build this young dad, find back up into himself again. Yeah, uh, yeah. The whole town is basically behind them, and it all fun came together. He leveled that same town. However, <laughs> <laughs> I think it's, it's a fair trade-off for getting him back to like in a, in a good place and get a good headspace again. Well, yeah, um, he's on balance. He stopped it from being leveled once, and he's leveled it himself once. So, but they fixed it, so that's fine. It's all, all, all good. Itself out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's good. To see. I still. I think it's good overall. I still wish it had the pace of the first season all the way through. I mean, like that thing was fairly perfect with its pacing. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's kind of difficult. Uh, overall, yeah, a very good uh, adaptation. It's this, it's this, it's this huge. It's just tremendous. Like you know, besides you know the small little things like that, you know, I couldn't find much to pick apart in it. Like you know, you could, mm-hmm. you could, you could never say it looked ever looked bad. You know, yeah. maybe some were more spectacle than others, but still, it was <laughs> always felt so dense with things. And how was this kind of like we have? It was very good to kind of bring in like everybody like in and out. You know, it wouldn't be that guy to defeat and that's it. No, he's back. He's got a weirder haircut now. Always just growing the hair back because you like blew it all off his head there last time you came back. So it was just kind of in this weird middle transition period now. Uh, yeah, and, like it's it built up those there. characters to the point where you you kind of really get where they're coming from. So like when when they all kind of step up to stop mob, it's like it shows you that it's the end of their arc. That kind of thing where. The Body Improvement Club is like they like him. They they he's their friend. They they've seen the the effort he's put in, and they think it's his muscles that are doing this. But you know that they just have that bit wrong. Or you have like the other guys come in and like he, the the father comes in and is like I must defeat you like you defeated me because that really set me on the straight and narrow. Like I'm I'm glad you did that for me. And his son going like okay maybe my dad isn't an entire piece of shit or at least wants to not be a shit anymore. Like there's all. All the characters show like their growth, and and that's the final confrontation: character growth rather than a big fight. It is still a big fight that is spectacularly animated because it's this show. But yeah, yeah, it's 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 just like the the redemptive power that 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 Shige or that Mob has. You know, while he had no kind of personality of his own to kind of like exude out, they suppressing. He he can read anybody else like a book if one's in. You're just fucking trying to be ten from now. World domination. You're just fucking acting up. Like yeah, yeah, way, way to notions like, and and I was telling everyone saying you're right. I was being a, t- a t- absolute tool back then. I, I, we we consider myself. I, I have a son. God, I got a race <laughs> like that. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Then did any of us watch episode one of season four of Bungo Stray Dogs? No. I thought about being no. cruel to myself, but I didn't. So because yeah, it, it is it is <laughs> adapting. Uh, the, this is like the beginnings of the detective agency or something. It's no, not that even then. It's supposed to be no. saying, oh, it's I'm like good. oh, you're gonna the hidden secrets. But saying it probably won't be that, that intriguing at all. Yeah. Will it? It's just about like uh, a meeting or a little caper about how to come up with the name of it. Yeah, I, th- I think stupid like that. I think it's like fool me once, I, shame on you. Yes, fool th- me twice. <laughs> You know the order. I yes. don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, don't fool me three times. Um, <laughs> That's the one. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think from what the gist I got is that if Rampo is your favourite character, then you want to watch this. Uh, okay. But yeah, what I watch it for is the cool superpower action. Uh, well, it's worth the point Kenji Miyazawa arc, you know. He's just fucking hulking out and he never gets anything to do. I guess he's... he's... 
ability is limited in that for what I can do with it. But maybe he's got like you know he was like a, a, a famous author as well. What's his like? If I get some layers to him. And then we've got two new things. <laughs> Buddy Daddies, episode one, piece of cake. Both of these written by Nitro Plus related uh, writers, uh, in part. So mm. Buddy Daddies is about these two 20-something assassins. Uh, one of them Have you seen was... three men and a little lady? Yeah. Uh, right. One that effect... would be two assassins. Yes. <laughs> two assassins. They don't, you're not responsible enough to keep a cat, but I am going to take this child... After I have possibly killed her father, uh, it's fortunate that he looks like like the dead, so that works out. Yeah. That, that, that that's the bit where I'm like, oh, <laughs> I because this is the thing. I'm not sure if it's supposed to be ambiguous or not because yeah, when they get, I the, wasn't entirely sure on that myself. Because when they get the file for the target, it says uh, has like recently bleached his hair. So I was like, oh, does he regular yeah. is that meaning that he regularly bleaches it, he's just bleached it again, or is this the first time he's bleached and it's not actually him in those photos? Right, right. But at right. the same time, the guy in the photos does have the ear stud that the target's got. Yeah. And yeah. our hero uh doesn't have the same eye colour as the guy in the photos. I was gonna say, like, like I'm not sure one of them the has like red eyes and the other one has brown eyes. But I'm not but, sure yeah. the target really you see him have clear red eyes like you see in the photo at the end. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. there's this child. There's a whole lot of people getting shot in the head in front of this child, <laughs> and the child yeah. is oblivious to it. They, they, they do a good job of actually kind of sh- turning around. Look at that! Pa, pa, pa. I, I did like the way it opens with the the the, the two assassins already have a kid, um, where and they're kind of arguing over the phone as to correct parent parenting techniques between themselves while they're interrogating a guy. Okay, Gonzalez, where are the drugs? So hang on, this she's this did a school that says says she's got a cold. You let her get sick again, didn't you? About she was time. sniffling a little. What? How could you let her go to school with a cold? What the fuck? It's like, um, guys, can I go? It's like, shut up, black <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, um, yeah. So, and it goes like, how do we get in this crazy situation? Well, it was it one was Christmas crazy Eve. Christmas Eve, <laughs> and we were doing a hit. <laughs> um, with it, with with the whole Christmas thing, and with the just uh, callous disregard for human life, and uh, the kind of uh, pithy remarks and comments dropped left and right, it's, mm. it feels a lot more like this is like a fun Shane Black film. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely taking inspiration from the heightened tension of the season. Yeah, mm. uh, and I quite like the uh, the younger one. He's a slob around the house, but when they're on the mission, he's more professional of the two of them. So he wears a suit, his hair tied up, and you know. like no fuss, no like messing around, like very serious on the job. Whereas the other guy does all the cleaning, makes sure he fucking wipes his own fucking arse at home, but then he's a lot more sloppy on the mission. <laughs> they work well, well together, basically. Hey man, yeah. fuck, he's, he's got a household to run, okay? Whatever gets the job done, okay? <laughs> he, he, he put on the Santa costume. It wasn't a great Santa costume, but he put on my daughter and got it, and he wore it. And it kind of shows him like the cruelty of it. it's like you won't let me keep a cat. It's like no, we're assassins. We could die at any time. I know this because I have own tragic backstory circumstances. But even yeah. when he puts the cat back in the box, he's like, I'm gonna go get buy some cat food and give that cat my scarf. And I, I can't not show kindness. He's still a, a kind character. He's just trying to be careless. He's just a failure at it. Yeah, he has a James Khan and Thief and like uh, <laughs> Beetle of one. Don't get involved with something you can't walk away from in thirty seconds or less. Hmm. Uh, so that's Buddy Daddies. 
Then we've got Giant Beasts hmm. of Ars by a different Nitro Plus writer. This is a fantasy story about giant beasts. Um, from your ass. From your ass. Um, it's the promise that started it all, where we it's typical thing where we're introduced to a whole bunch of fantasy characters who eventually, I assume, will all meet as suggested in the opening credits. You're gonna have to help me with this one because I like maybe it was the show. I'm not 100 percent sure, or is my sleep schedule been out of fucking whack? I fell asleep during this, and I'm not sure what the fuck happened. <laughs> and I didn't watch it. I watched it, and I'm not yes! Okay, so okay. there, there is there's a woman called 22 who's being pursued by an agent of the empire who's mm. eating green crystals in a way that does not appear to be healthy um mm. there I'm is told. a depressed paladin who goes around calling himself jiro the already dead when he's yeah and up. everyone thinks that's a super edge lordy name as well yeah Oh, they think it's a stupid name, is what they think it is. Yeah. Yeah. It is, uh, it is a stupid name. Because <laughs> basically, he's signing up. Everybody is called something the something because the 22 is rescued by a woman. I can't remember her first name is, but her epithet is the spunky. Uh, <laughs> I, I kind of like that because like, all like, yeah. the characters in Giant Robo, you have a little thing like yes. that. Or, yeah, or, yeah. Or a lot of like, the, the fucking uh, the adversaries in Trigun as well. They're also like, you know, fun mid Valley the Horn Freak. And like, we, we don't understand how this world works, but it is something like that adventurers have to take on that epithet kind of uh, thing that they embody in some regard but also like there's a giant monster currently attacking it and there's a bunch of dudes shooting it with cannons it's like we got it and it's like yeah it's a giant monster it goes by different rules your man's like all right i'm gonna go for it you one's like i haven't been paid yet and she starts glowing he starts glowing now i have superpowers i'm like i don't know how this is working but i guess we'll find out as we go yeah that that's like the starting bit i think it might be like a flashback possibly yeah because it goes like and then like 10 years later or several yeah. months later or something it, there is a time skip it, yeah. but it's like this is the weirdness of this world yeah but, that that first bit is almost i'm not sure that needs to be there to be honest it might work better just i think it's to make it. you go cool superpowers and magic all right i'm hooked and i was yes, just like i guess I, I was more hooked by a young girl kicking the, the jail door off and like crushing her jailers yes. <laughs> and just running like Ooh. a lunatic all the way through it. That that was fun. That was yeah, the thing where it was like this, that, this bit. It's like it feels like she's some sort of experiment that they're, they're trying to recapture. Uh yeah. yeah, the, yeah. the guy from the Empire who's eating yeah. these crystals. Um also she she runs into the guards commissary and like runs out with a bunch of chicken wings and is just munching on them. Yes. She's oh. they're all very serious characters and she's a fucking cartoon character Should who's escaped into the I Also say one of the character designers is character designer from Megalobox and Richard Karen Hatchet. Oh that's what oh, I gave a damn about this. Was, I, 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 was, I was trying to remember what was it about this that oh, I like, maybe even think in my mind. Everything looks really good and it's well animated. Yeah, no, it looks great. I I, I don't mean to disparage you when yes. I say I fell asleep. I think that's on me more so <laughs> 22 she's got disguise now she's got some proper clothes and some shoes from whatever her name mm. the spunky is i was like oh don't let that spunky lady die but apparently she does not she's not really in the rest of the episode so then she uh. goes shopping runs into a character who is either a, i guess she might be a halfling with a cat on her head or she's a cat with a halfling strapped to its chest because she talks not clear in non-stop cat puns yes like, <laughs> 
what's meowing oh. on over here? You like yes. unnecessary fucking puns, and I don't, I don't mind that the sub subtitles have, have very bad cat puns written in. I feel like that's part of the purpose yes. of the character. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, by the end of the episode, she's singing "Happy Birth" the "Happy Birthday" song to herself, but just as meow as every single word. <laughs> Uh, also, the reason why it might be the cat that's controlling the human, or the halfling, or whatever she is, a child, mm. uh, is because mm. every time she closes her eyes, the cat closes her eyes, and every time she opens her eyes, the cat's got its eyes open. Whoa, parasite. Yeah. So, okay. yeah. It is just, like, currently, like, glommed onto her head like yeah. a brain slug, so, yeah, yeah, that's fair enough. But there is a strap going underneath her chin. <laughs> That's true. Well, That's true. If the, if the cat brain parasite would, would know, like, you know, needs to secure its holding. Uh, what if there's a strong a, a breeze? Yeah. Post. yeah. Mm. And she's like, oh, that's a cut. That's a ring. Nobody can put it on. It's got a curse. And she's like, oh, oh, no, I'm, I'm wearing it. Does that mean I'm cursed? <laughs> I've, I've already put it on. <laughs> but by yeah. the end of the episode, I'm thinking, that cat lady wanted her to put that ring on because she's acting like, oh, everything's going as planned. Um, <laughs> so we briefly cut away to. Uh, I think she's a general for the Empire who's being told by these women who seem to be oh. relaying the Emperor's wishes. She's like, mm. we can't take troops away from the city because there's more giant beasts going on than normal. And then the the women are like, but those giant beasts aren't just attacking our country. They're attacking other, the barbarians of the other countries. So this is an opportunity to attack. And so I want you to go and attack those countries. And she storms off going... I can't believe what the Emperor's making me do. I assume we'll be back to those at some point. Um, mm-hmm. Meanwhile, a giant warthog has appeared and they're like, oh, giant beast, giant beast. Everyone's signing up to fight. They, this is where you get the names because they're giving their names so that they'll have a name to put on your tombstone when you get killed by the giant beast. Yeah, they, make, they have make to, it a cooler one. All the adventurers need to sign all the paperwork before they go fight the giant beast, yes. basically. That's what your one was given about at that opening thing was as to whether those yeah. characters matter. It's like, no, no, we have to sign the paperwork first. Yeah, so they, yeah. they, they fight the giant beast. Uh, somebody falls down. He's about to get killed. Jiro leaps off the battlements, rescues him. Uh, and then everybody just fires multiple crossbow bolts and ballistas and cannons into the beast and it dies. Hooray, has, has nobody died. This guy's like, hey, I should be called... The already dead. You or Jiro the Lightning, you're so fast rescuing me. Uh meanwhile, twenty-two is caught is is runs into some of the guards, they try and capture her. Uh she they hit her with two bow uh, with arrows, and mm. then like power starts welling up inside of her, and the two people who are closest to her just incinerate into ashes immediately. Yeah, uh, and that's, that's the first thing she's done, which wasn't funny and comedic and cartoony, and it was like, ooh, that's uh, that's nasty. Yes. Uh, and Jiro's mm. uh, sleeping on his aeroplane flying ship that he's got, and he it's it's, it's tied up at the dock in, with the yeah. boats and stuff. Uh, she she kind of like like dives away, swims like presumably like several miles underwater, hops up in his boat, and he's like, uh, got, hello, goodbye. And a bunch of guards pull up on the boat. It's like, have you seen a weird little girl pass by here? It's like, yeah, she she went that away. Oh, was that early? Okay, so yeah, he rushes, grabs her, under, pulls her underwater, and then they mm. have a psychic conversation. He's like, what's a cleric like you wandering around without a powered in to guard you? Mm. And, uh, and that's when the cat girl is, uh, or the girl cat, uh, is sitting watching all this happen on the top of a building, singing happy birthday to herself, and acting like, ha-ha, Everything is going as planned. Um, 
the I don't think we see any of the other characters are opening credits. There's like a rabbit woman and there's some other mm. animal people. There's a lot of animal people who basically just look as animal as say Arthur from the cartoon Arthur. They've just got <laughs> ah, essentially a human with ears sticking out the top of their heads. Um mm-hmm. But there does appear to be ones who are a little bit more animal-like. Uh, but yeah, it looks great. Uh, yeah, it turns out Jira's also got like some sort of magical staff uh, back at his boat that he wasn't using to fight beasts. Also, her and Sue, everybody, has brought another giant beast to the town, but it's unlike ones they've seen before. They're like, what the fuck is that? It's like some sort of uh, Steve Ditko, Jack Kirby monstrosity. It's just mm-hmm. got no head and just fires a beam out of where it's out of its neck uh so it looks a bit like a mindless one to some yeah degree. i was thinking it, it was it was probably like a beast that's been processed in a way to be a weapon rather than just yeah. random attacks or something like that yeah, yeah i was getting that impression i don't know if it was summoned because she was starting to use whatever her cleric ability is. there's like lots of little clues little bits and pieces but it's not it's not it's never stopping to explain anything which is why i quite yeah it. yeah it's just like dotting little bits of this world building as it goes along, and you're, you're watching the magic system happen and trying to figure out how does this fucking work. Yeah, it's a better yeah. way to do it. And it's, yeah, it's quite interesting. It's like, what's a cleric like you without a paladin to do anything to guard without to guard you? And then he's having a flashback to something similar happening to uh, was it the woman in the start of the series episode? Yeah, uh, and he says it's some sort of. Uh, it's the bereavement process or something. Like, they, there's something involving bereavement uh, is happening. Anyway, it's all sorts of things which aren't going to make sense in the watch, but it's it's pretty good fun watching it. I mm. I had more fun with this than Buddy Daddies because Buddy Daddies felt a little bit too uh, cynical. I'll give Bunny that Bunny that is another shot because I did enjoy it a lot, but I was kind of thinking I I do have Loop and Zero, and it was I, I was kind of like getting um I was enjoying Buddy Daddies, but I was thinking about I wish this was Millionaire Detective, you know? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's that uh, is as well. Well, and, if you want Millionaire Detective, you have high card for that. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. Good. Uh, good. I have briefly dipped into high card, and also as much as I like giant piece of ass, I believe that I'm probably going to like that one. About the handyman who's traveled to another world war. Handyman Because it does just sound like it's a load of sketches. Yeah. <laughs> from yeah. The description I read, and I was like, hmm, she'll probably enjoy that more. But yeah, this, well, check it out. Great character designs. I was like, who is mm. these character designs are really speaking to me? Who did this? And I looked at, well, it's one person did the original ones, and then two people converted into anime, and one of those people also went to a Megalo box. And I was like, mm. that'll be why. Yeah. Um, I, again, like I, yeah, I, I, I apparently did see all of that, so sleepy brain was not distracted. But um, I yeah, agree. I, it, it was enjoy, it was really enjoyable. But I feel like it's going to be up on the chop because there's too many other fucking things as well as the other problem. Yeah, that is it. Yeah, because uh, what is up with everything else? Um, hmm. There is to add to this nonsense, Vinland Saga season two, episode one. I've already watched that. We are yes. getting Suddenly Egyptian Gods Season 2, if that's a short. Uh, Vampire, I'm surprised. Vampire Dies in No Time Season 2. Uh, <laughs> it's up to you. I'm not going to watch Inspector, but you did watch Inspector. So. I'll, I'll, I'll look at it again and see if it gets yeah. on. I know like, when, when, they, when the choir come back in, it's just like, uh, yeah, it's it's kind of get you kind of back in with the whole like setup. Like the speed and stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah. So I'll see like, you know, if that still is something that I'll 
I'll uh, hop on with. Um, I mean, we did thoroughly enjoy the last one, but like, yeah, again, whether there's going to be time is the other thing. Yeah. Uh, uh, Trigun Stampede, Handyman Saito mm-hmm. in Another World, High Card, Ted showing up in USI Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Ryosuke's dad being voiced by Shigeru Chiba as Niles pointed out to me. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. uh, will be highly two hooks to bring me back into Eurosite server there. Um, two strong, meaty ones. Um, yes, because there'll be plenty of uh, Shigeru Chiba. Um, the Avenger of Bungo Straight Dark and it starts with this nonsense. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know if Uncle from Another World's back. Uh, at the same time, I'm like, I should probably finish Bastard because they've announced season two of Bastard. Yeah, we, we have until the summer for that. So oh, okay. Sometime, but, okay, okay. That's a bit of a gap. Uh, you know, I did. I was able to finish things from last last the the last season at least. So yeah, yeah. Um, I could be made war that ended quite satisfactorily, and okay, uh, it played it kind of straight with like the the gangster Yakuza for the mangle there, like. Uh, when I was getting to the end one saying, oh yeah, well, it was all fucking jips and capers and bloodshed, you know, most of the way through, but, but that tricked you or it gets you to like them, so then we do like some actual like heavy gang shit, um, you know, feel it a lot more, and it worked. Mm-hmm. It was good, because like, it was all played out like mostly straight, up, we're going to rob these bitches once and for all, but like, yeah, but you're more like, you know, we're an animal years because you're from like the bear cafe and, and the sheep cafe, and it's like, how are you having this fucking <laughs> hard boy meeting? Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, and what's well. over as well was Gundam, which from Mercury as well, which had which took yeah. took quite the turn, quite the turn at the very end before it took a break for a while. <laughs> it's kind of thing like if you watch yourself, waiting for something to go seriously wrong here, you know, it's like oh, it's like, well, like a space station factory thing that's being attacked by the, you know, some mercenaries who've been hired by one of the factions who are behind things behind the scenes, like mm. you know, that, that that plays out, you know. He saves the day, but then it just kind of, <laughs> and they're probably sudden like uh, this turn in her character, I suppose, or this in relationship she has because she's like, oh, it's like Saleta, she's like the the red haired girl, and she has this like kind of kind of cute little thing with with Mirin, who you know she's uh, the kind of distant kind of cold one, but they've like you know they've come together and had an understanding in this previous episode, and now this one kind of has been thrown out the window. <laughs> oh, okay. So then I must realize her destiny as a killing machine designed by her mother to kill things. <laughs> mm. um, yeah, so whoever <laughs> that comes back, we'll see if they can make uh, some some hay out of that. Or this was the writer of Code Gesh. It wasn't just like uh, a thing, a shocking thing that just kind of dropped just to get some fucking rise out of people before you just kind of probably walk it back. Actually, I'm fine with you killing people. You know, it's something like I, I, I can get over. In fact, if it means world peace or galactic peace. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Uh, they've. Uh, I hadn't realised Vinland Saga was simulcast on Netflix as well. I told you this about three times. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that's a spring into a partnership, all right. Um, yeah, there's definitely some deals going on that works out. Obviously, the a lot of the high dive stuff showing up on Crunchyroll is because the same company now, so that's not as weird. No, but yeah, funny, there's definitely funny, some... Um... Funimation, not high dive. Sorry, sorry, Funimation. Yeah, yeah. Because Vampire is on... Vampire Dies in No Time is on Crunchyroll now as well. Yes. Um, that kind of thing. Yeah. Sorry, I was mixing up my companies. Um, maybe which manga publisher is... You know, yeah, yeah. Right. That could be a... Uh... 
But yes, uh, I believe, <laughs> I believe, uh, is that the situation with Uncle from Another World is that they got to the penultimate episode and then there's a delay now for them to finish making the uh, the last episode. <laughs> anyway, they're still not, I, I guess maybe for the translation, they're just going to wait till they finished uh, before they put it up. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's been... it's just been to stop and start with the thing. It has stopped for a long time. You got to, it, to get that momentum back up again is like takes twice as long nearly from when you started so yeah. it's, mm-hmm. it's all right you'll see it when you see it it'll turn up jesus at some stage i hope people can they're not going to that much grief over the second thing at this stage well yeah, just just one episode to do so they're, they've almost they've almost reached the finishing line on by not spending any money on it um uh, that's it for this week. We will be back next week with a little bit less and a little bit more at the same mm-hmm. time. Uh, so the same then. <laughs> well, yeah, I may be. Uh, some of these I might go half partway through an episode and go, okay, let's, let's cut these things off quickly as possible. For <laughs> Novedland Saga, I've already watched that. It's great. Um, <laughs> possibly even an improvement on the, uh, the manga chapters of the same bit. Mm. Yeah, I, I went and I, I just uh, watched again just the last episode of the thing, like just to kind of uh, remember where, where, where it left off in the TV show. Right, so I, I knew like well, what was it going to be like the one here. But even just kind of get, get back into in the feel of it. It's just like, yeah, yeah. Why do why do I watch this when I read it or read like a good chunk of it? And it's like, oh, that's why because they do do interesting, cool things with it. And yeah, I see the guy got chopped up real good. It was rad. Yeah, and they they there's a little bit of. Um... They removed some humour from the comic in this first bit. I think it works for the better because I think the character who ends up with a lot of the humour attached to them hadn't been introduced at that point. And it's like, oh, once you know that character's coming, you can remove the humour from some of the other characters because you know their uh, their role's going to be there for being the butt of the jokes. Right, yeah, yeah. Um, and also for being... Uh, they were just the butt of the jokes, just for like the butt of the story, almost in the latest volume that I got. Um, <laughs> poor old bug eyes. Uh, <laughs> I would have been there too, you know. <laughs> uh, anyway, more chat on this sort of stuff next week. Goodbye. Bye.